Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. StoryFest mm-hmm. is coming our way starting next Friday, uh, the 17th of July to the 27th of July. It is going to be all about telling great stories, getting people out of your iPads, off your Netflix. And to talk to us more about it is Kamini Ramachandran, the master storyteller, creative producer of StoryFest. Kamini, welcome. Tell us about this exciting program that's going to be coming up. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Neil. Good morning to both of you. Um, yes, StoryFest Singapore is happening next week. And from the 17th to 27th of July, we're taking the festival completely online. So we are historically a very physical uh, festival that has live audience with us traveling over a weekend at the Arts House. But because of all the COVID regulations, Mm. we're taking the entire festival online. So it will be a free-to-watch pre-recorded series of high-quality videos, stories told by different storytellers, short presentations by workshop leaders and facilitators, even a sneak peek into Frankie Malachi's studio, The Life of a Puppeteer. And so we have things for families, for adults, for people who want to learn a little bit more about applied storytelling and really consume at your own time, at your own pace. But all the videos will be hosted for about 10 days. How do, how do you feel the, you know, the, the level of interactivity has always been such a big thing with StoryFest? Mm-hmm. And obviously it's going to be fairly one way <laughs> this year. Yeah. Um, are there any other opportunities to sort of engage with others um, in the storytelling community around StoryFest? So we have a very active social media platform with Facebook and Instagram. And we've already released one-minute highlight clips of all the videos that are going to premiere next week. And we've had engagement, comments, uh, direct messages, parents sharing what children are doing at home or their interpretation of what will happen. So that will continue. And I think most people will realize that despite the screen and despite the lack of uh, the physical presence, the way the storytellers tell their stories to the audience looking into the camera is very much like recreating that same level of eye contact that you have with the physical audience. And many of them are really asking the audience questions, so Mm. making us feel like we're part of the story. And there are these pauses that allow the storyteller to navigate the rest of the story. And so everyone watches it in their own home or wherever they are. And they feel like they're connected to that narrative and they're the only ones there listening to the story together with the storyteller. That's wonderful. We're talking to Kamini Ramachandran, the master storyteller and creative producer of StoryFest. And I'm glad you brought up that interactive element because I've done a number of online workshops and mm-hmm. storytellings myself for schools across Singapore. And like yourself, I was initially quite apprehensive about how it would work. But it can be done, can't it? You can build in pauses. So you almost get this call and response relationship going with your audience that even though you're not there, it does feel interactive, doesn't it, if it's done the right way? It's almost like an invisible interaction or an invisible participation that comes with years of experience and you know the momentum and the flow and you know exactly when to pause and to look into the camera and literally like stare into the eyes of the viewer, making them think, oh my God, now what's going to happen? And give them options. So when we have online sessions for younger audiences, when the parents record what's going on at home and then they tag us, we can actually see the child during that moment responding, turn left, turn left, don't go right, you know, so-and-so is there waiting for you. 
But that kind of interaction can carry through this next, this kind of like a screen in between both of us, the storyteller and the listener. It can. It's it's really interesting how you mentioned as well that, you know, for the first time, all of these high-quality videos and, and interactions will be available online. And I assume that would be available any time of the day or night, or will it only be for any certain time. hours? Any time. So it's hosted on the StoryFest YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and it launches on Friday the 17th of July early morning, all the way to Monday 27th of July night. And you can watch it at any time. You can watch it again and again. So if you have a favorite story, you can re-watch it. Or if halfway through you you get distracted and you want to enjoy that that experience, you know, in a pure form, you can wait and come back to it again and watch it. You know, so and I, I would, good. Yeah, I would imagine now that we're you know four months into the circuit breaker and everyone's getting kind of used to accessing content online, that you might actually grow your audience this way, right? To have that a flexibility with, especially with young kids or with the work schedules and school schedules, you you might actually gain audience by having it online. We have actually started to gain audience and new subscribers and new followers, um, mainly educators, parents, um, younger children who are trying to navigate the online, you know, the made-for-kids YouTube regulation, that category. Mm. So quite a lot of our videos fall under that category. And so it's safe. There are, there's no adverts. There's nothing. Parents can be reassured that the children are watching a series of carefully produced storytelling videos suitable for them. So we do already have a lot of new audiences and it's wonderful. And, you know, it's um, going digital in this time, you know, it was a little bit under pressure, but we managed and we're out there ready to launch. And there's also a good silver lining to it, like you said, mm. developing new new followers and new people coming to storytelling. Yeah, I think you've both highlighted a clear positive of this new digital medium that is often overlooked, which is, Previously, I couldn't be physically in two schools at once giving yes. two storytellings to two different audiences. Well, I did three last week and I wasn't physically present in any of those schools through, through, the me- yes. through the digital medium. And this is something that you can do, isn't it, at StoryFest? You can spread your wings and take your stories nationwide. We're taking it global. So this oh, sorry, is even bigger, beautiful. global. Yes, we're it's, uh, reaching out to the entire community, you know. So we have the Storytelling Centre in Scotland. We have the Indian Storytelling Community. We have storytellers in Africa. Everybody is aware of what's going to happen next week. And uh, it's a very close-knit community. And everybody loves, you know, fairy tales, mythology, legends, folk tales. And we are celebrating Asian folk tales this year. So the theme, the heart of story, is really about excavating what does the story mean to you at the core of it. What do each of you take away as a message from the heart of story? And so it's global. Everybody from anywhere in the world, at any time, you listen to our regional stories and you understand Asia a little bit more through the oral tradition. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that about the global aspect to it because I'm delighted to see that most as you say, most of your stories have an Asian feel, an Asian bent. So you're promoting mm-hmm. Asian folk tales, timeless tales, mythologies, and so on. What are some of the the Asian stories or tales or themes that you're focusing on at this story fest? So the Sajara Melayu or the Malay Annals is a collection of stories from this region. And one of our storytellers in the heart of the story, the Singapore Showcase, has put together the most salient part of the Sajara Melayu to 
help people in Singapore understand the origin mythology. We only know Sangmila Utama and how he crossed the ocean and arrived here. Most people don't know his backstory, mm. what happened before that. So she delves into the the pre-story before he came and discovered Singapore. So that story, Daulat, is something that I would highlight for everyone who's interested in where do we come from, what's the origin story of this place, this island, to listen to Dawn tell the story of Daulat. We also have a Korean shape-shifting fox story. Hmm. So there's the shape-shifter character globally, right? All cultures have this witty, wily character that can take on a different shape. So the white fox has this desire to become human and to live among humans, but in a very negative way because ultimately the spirit is still of a fox. So this story told by Aswani Aswat about the white fox and the skull comes from Korea and it's a little bit dark and a little bit sinister. So these stories, are, I mean, we give a category and we say recommended for adult audiences, um, but I do think young people enjoy it too. Fascinating. So those are just two examples. Yeah, that's great and, and, and exciting to, again, broaden it out to more of a global uh, a global audience and, and global themes as well. Uh, speaking with uh, Kamini Ramachandran, the master t- storyteller and creative producer of StoryFest this year, which is going to go from the 17th to the 27th of July online on their, uh, on their platform on YouTube. And tell us about some of the benefits of storytelling. Now, many of us may know or think we know, but how can this enhance our attention span or that of our children, promote active listening? What what can really be benefited from listening rather than, for example, you know, so many of us are spending time on our, our screens these days? I would personally like to highlight the difference between passive consumption and actively being involved in an art process. And storytelling has always had this element of active listening where the storyteller engages the listeners and allows them to be part of how the story travels and progresses. And active listening is something that I think for parents and educators with young children, something to inculcate really from the ages of two, three onwards. So this practice of listening to someone tell a story for six minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, progressively increasing, allows you to develop into an adult who's able to have that patience, that tolerance, that respect in conversation to allow someone else to finish because you're trained in listening to stories of a certain duration. So that's something I find even as a teaching artist that is challenging nowadays with younger children. Their attention span can be a little bit short and hence it can be a little bit of a struggle in a classroom with different types of attention span. So introducing children to work with active listening is a role that oral tradition has always played. And then, of course, you know, the beauty of oral tradition is I tell you a story and then you decide to tell it to Neil in your own way. Mm. And so this ability to reimagine narratives empowers everyone. So you take away what is special and what is applicable to you or what touches your heart and what's meaningful for you and your community and your family. And then you retell that story. So permission to reimagine narratives really activates the imagination. And whether you want to write the story, paint the story, retell it, create a little song to go along with it. So the story doesn't end with just the act of the end. There's so much more that happens after you listen to a story. So these are some of the benefits that's probably not usually articulated. Most people look about vocabulary acquisition, 
um, the ability to learn different languages, the ability to be bilingual. But I feel personally, active listening and the ability to reimagine narratives is very empowering. Oh, Kamini, we are singing from the same <laughs> hymn sheet this morning. Let me tell you, let me tell you. That idea of reimagining narratives, I cannot emphasize enough because we all live in Singapore. We all know how it works. You do storytellings, I do storytellings, and we get the usual boxes we have to tick. Will it improve their vocabulary? Will it improve their writing? Will it help them get A++++ in their next composition? And I try to explain time and time again that the interactive storytelling element is giving these children incomparable skills to take with them into university, to take with them into the workplace, the ability to call and respond, the ability to improvise, the ability to come up with your own narratives. These are skills that you need in marketing, in PR, in the workplace, in the corporate boardroom, in just about any workplace I can imagine. You need those skills, don't you? Definitely. Um, I mean, in communication, if you're trying to troubleshoot or damage control, you cannot change the plot or you can't throw away the characters. That is what the story is. But very quickly, you have to learn to reimagine mm. so that you give it a different angle, a different journey, a, a different aura completely. And so that comes from listening to the same story with multiple variations over a period of time. So if you look at the classics and the big epics, you never get bored of listening to them or reading them because each storyteller and author has their own interpretation. And there's a sort of customization that happens culturally according to the time and place and the communities and how we have evolved. So I'm very fond of retelling the Indian epics, especially the Ramayana. Mm. And there are contemporary versions of the Ramayana where Sita, the princess, has her own voice and her own role. And at the end of this story, she challenges her husband, Prince Ram. So these are things that are possible with oral tradition to actually have the power to make the story your own. Fantastic. Kamini, thank you so much for uh, coming on today to tell us more about StoryFest. Thank you so much, Glenn and Neil. Hope you have a good weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.